0: Hello and welcome to Crafts with an Edge, the creative podcast that explores the edgier side of life. I'm your host, Carolyn Edge, and I hope this finds you well wherever you are. I'm releasing this episode a couple days earlier than I normally do. I've been releasing on Wednesdays, but with the election this week, I had left off last week saying I wasn't entirely sure what I was going to do this week. Because <laughs> releasing on Wednesday, the day after the election, I, I'm i recording this ahead of the election, I'll say that first of all, because that's typically the pattern that I do anyway, and most podcasters do, because it takes a little bit of time to edit and all of that. And there's a lot of uncertainty right now, obviously, I have no idea how the election is going to go, and releasing an episode the day after the election I don't know what state the world is going to be in. I don't know what the results are going to be. I don't know what state I'm going to be in. And if there's anything that I'll even have to say to the world on Wednesday. So I thought I'd release this ahead of time because I thought if there was anything that I wanted to say this week, it was about taking care of yourself right now. Because there's a lot that we don't have control over right now, and there's a lot that's uncertain. I know I don't even have to say that. (laughs) I'm sure you are aware. But I thought I would just talk a little bit about how to how to take care of yourself right now as we approach the election and in the aftermath of it. So with all of the uncertainty, first of all, not only of the outcome, but of the aftermath of it, um, I'll, I'll kind of start up by saying that I've been in a pretty dark place the last few months, and I've had to try to be intentional to find a line between being prepared and and going down a really dark rabbit hole. Um, I'll be honest, like there have been times where I've been up late at night. I fear both a Trump and a Biden victory. I fear that if Biden wins, that there will be an upsurgence of a civilian militia. And I think there has been evidence of that bubbling up in a few um, violent instances that we've seen over the last few months. These are the same people who have been hoarding their assault rifles and all of that, and we've seen instances of Trump inciting violence and encouraging it in his followers and encouraging fierce loyalty. So I've literally been up at night, some nights, thinking about, hmm, if we have to flee, where should we go? Maybe I should make sure my car is gassed up. If we need to hunker down... I need to make sure we have food, uh, and things like that. Um, it's not a, a good place to go. <laughs> um, I don't want to dwell too much on that. Cause like I said, this, this episode is about taking care of yourself. So I don't want to go too much into that, but I just want to be a little bit transparent and talk about where I've been for the last few months. And I am almost putting out this content as a reminder for myself of how to take care of myself this next week. Um, the title of this episode could almost be, follow me, I'm lost. (laughs) Um, Because with all the uncertainty and fear that's brewing, I think we need to be even more intentional now than ever to really take care of ourselves. So uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about practices that I have. Um, And also being aware that my situation is certainly not going to match every single situation of everyone who's potentially listening to this. I don't have kids and I work for myself. So like those are a few factors, for example, that self-care might look different for me than it does for you. So I couldn't possibly try to speak to every single person in every kind of living situation. So I'm really just going to speak for my own experience um, and hopefully there's something you can gain. I also put out feelers on social media to hear how you practice self-care, and I got a lot of good responses from that, so I'll share that at the end of the episode as well. And before we dive into all of that, I'm feeling a little bit compelled to make a statement about my own personal values, partly because the podcast is new and I feel like it's worth stating explicitly. I... I have some questions about whether this is the right moment to make a statement as we're nearing the election. Not because I fear offending anyone, but it's not like I'm looking to necessarily change anyone's mind or start an argument at this point. I think everyone believes what they believe, and I'm not here to necessarily change your mind, but I, I believe that People should have values and should stand for something. And by proxy, brands should as well. An artist sure as hell should make a statement in the world and have some values. And uh, being a sole proprietor, I think, you know, my own personal values are my brand values. So I think it's worth stating just a couple of things. Um, and also, like I said, just partly because the podcast is new and I want to establish what this space is. Um, So first of all, I want to establish as well that my pronouns are she, her, hers. I think the world is a better place when we all just put our pronouns out there. I think it makes it easier for uh, anyone to share their own pronouns. I also want to share that in this space, Black Lives Matter, healthcare is a human right, guns are not a human right, the pandemic is real, wearing masks helps reduce the spread of the pandemic. Being asked to wear a mask is not oppression. I believe that cops should stop killing black people and those who have need to be called to justice. I believe in this space that love is love and anyone can love whoever they want. And no one should be approaching this election wondering whether their marriage is going to dissolve and start putting together legal documents right now. Science is real. Climate change is real. Women's rights are human rights no human is illegal, children belong with their families, immigrants should be welcome in this country, not turned away or separated from their families. All of those things, I could probably go further in depth, (laughs) but I felt like it was worth making a statement and making a stand. My niece asked me the other day if I was a Biden supporter. She's almost 11, and I differ pretty strongly from most of my family in my beliefs, and it's mind-boggling to me, and it weighs heavily on me. And what I told her was that I was raised to believe that all people are equal, that we should love everyone, that families deserve to be together, that white people are not better than black people, and at this moment in time, I support anyone but Donald Trump to stand by those beliefs. I'm not loyal to the Democratic Party. In fact, I think our bipartisan system is part of the problem because when you put two sides to anything, it we have studies that show us that we will automatically pick sides and think that one is better than the other. I also think that two choices... You either get to decide this or that. I think it's all bullshit. I think our electoral college needs to go. I think zoning laws and gerrymandering and all of these systemic things are an issue. We have a really, really fucked up system in this country when it comes to all of this. So I don't support it. I'm not like over here gung-ho for Biden necessarily. I just feel like our country has been on fire. And I feel like I haven't been able to breathe the last... Four years, it's just been one nightmare after the other. So that's where I stand on all of these issues. And if this makes you not want to listen to my podcast, that's okay. I don't really have time for people who believe that families should be separated at the border or that Black people don't matter. I don't have time for that. I don't have space for that. That's not welcome here. So, with all that said, here we go. We're approaching the election 2020. In the middle of a motherfucking pandemic. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't, I didn't think our country would make it to this point for a while. I'm excited that we're finally here, but of course I'm nervous and anxious like everyone else. So I have been taking some intentional measures to care for myself as we approach this. So I wanted to share with you some of my thoughts and what sort of things work best for me when it comes to self-care. And share what uh, friends have also shared with me on social media. I like to start out talking generally about self-care and the way that I've seen it presented and some of the things that jive with me and other things that do not. So I've seen it used in ways that I think are more harmful than good. I've seen it used to tell people basically that their problems exist because they don't take enough bubble baths or enough time for themselves And when those people really need more community care, more support, I've seen it used, for example, like at past jobs where we were so burnt out and we were told it was kind of our fault for not taking enough time for self care, for mindfulness, for all those things. When what we really needed was more support on our team, we needed better pay, we needed a little more time off, all of those things. at risk of talking a little too much about gaslighting, because I I know that I talked about that in my toxic positivity episode too, I feel like it can be a form of that. It's a form of saying uh, the way that you're feeling is your fault because you don't take enough time out for yourself rather than focusing on the supports that people need that make them not need to break away from that in order to experience a sense of centeredness and uh, feeling like they are being cared for. So with all that said, the sort of tactics and strategies that I have to share with you that are working best for me, some of it starts with a mindset. Some of it's not very concrete. Some of it's looking at this self-care from a different lens. And rather than saying, go, 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 burn yourself out with your job, your family, all the things you're trying to do, and then crash hard into a bubble bath or alcohol or whatever works for you. Rather than doing that, trying to find balance and pace throughout your day, finding ways to talk to yourself that are kinder and more full of empathy, ways to set boundaries in your work and your relationships so that you are not drained from those. Those are all the things that I think work best for me with self-care. What that looks like in the immediate in regards to the election, one thing I'm doing is setting up boundaries around people who drain me or trigger me. I think there's, you know, conflicting opinions about whether you should create the echo chamber for yourself or whether we should try to cross aisles and find some unity. I think in this very moment, in time at the election. This is not really the time that you're going to change your racist uncle's mind. So if that person is triggering to you, block them out. There's a difference between walls and boundaries. Just because you're putting some restrictions on people doesn't necessarily mean you're blocking them out forever, but you can choose what and who you make yourself available to and how you make yourself available. Something I've done is I have unfollowed a lot of people on Facebook I just don't need that I don't Facebook is like a really conflicting place to be informed but also see devastating things and then see cute little animals and it's kind of confusing on the senses (laughs) so one thing I don't need on there as I'm scrolling is some racist ass shit from someone I just don't need it so I unfollow that person it's not like removing the friendship it's just like right now I just don't need to see your content And maybe I'll go look at their page if I want to see their kids or whatever I think I'm missing out on. But honestly, like just doing that has really like helped my sanity immensely in the last few weeks. I've made myself unavailable for fights that they want to pick in my internet comments. Well, to an extent, um, (laughs) I can't say I've done that perfectly. Um, but I've, made the decision that if anyone doesn't want to pick a fight with me right now, I'm unavailable for that. I can simply choose to not respond. I'm unavailable for, honestly, for conversations with my family. Like we have a weekly Zoom night and I made myself unavailable for that because we have very different political views and I love them and I'll maybe see them for Christmas. But the day before the election, I didn't need to see them. I didn't need to be available to that. I didn't need to be available to a situation that was going to get me triggered. So I just put up a little bit of a boundary. It's not a wall, just a little bit of distance, a little bit of a safe harbor for myself. And you know what I did instead? I had a bubble bath. And that's a little bit strange for me. Um, Oh, actually, it wasn't a bubble bath. It was an an Epsom salt bath. And I'm not a bath person. I maybe take baths once or twice a year, but it just seemed to hit the spot tonight. So I did that and I felt better. And speaking of boundaries, I recommend setting boundaries on how much you're taking in from social media and the news. I've set timers, time limits on my phone that allow me to not be on social media for longer than 10 minutes because I know that I can get into the doom scroll and I've got to limit myself on that in the next couple of days. And with the news, it's it's going to be tricky in the next few days to stay informed but also be aware of how much you're taking in and the effect that it's having on you and know when to turn it off and take a break. One of the biggest things for me, too, is to get outside, go for a walk, get into nature, um, drinking water. Honestly, y'all, like, don't forget that you're basically like a plant with thoughts and feelings. <laughs> and don't forget to drink water in the next couple of days. Get outside, get some sunshine. Um, Another big one for me (laughs) that I maybe do too much is taking some time to really disconnect and check out, whether that's with trashy TV or comfort shows. (laughs) I'm like a really big fan of 90s sitcoms. I kind of zoned out to some Simpsons earlier today and took a nap. In the next couple of days, I am really... I've decided that I'm not going to put a lot of expectations on myself. So here's one that may not apply to everyone, but since I work for myself these days, one advantage of that is that I can choose what I'm putting on my plate with work in this week. And I've chosen to kind of keep it to the bare minimum. I have some open quilling orders that I've got to fulfill, so I'll be working on those. But that's kind of good news because quilling is like very calming for me. So I'll be doing those and kind of the bare minimum to sort of stay afloat when it comes to communication and things like that. But when it comes to trying to learn new tasks or trying to create some new things, I'm allowing myself to not expect much from myself at all. Just the bare minimum. If you're in any kind of work situation where you can sort of set boundaries like that, I think if there ever was a week for it, this is the week to kind of expect just the bare minimum and not get caught up in productivity because I'm at least anticipating for myself that this is a week that I'm not going to be very productive. Working from home, I'm kind of constantly fighting a couch nap. And this week, I'm not fighting that. If I need rest, I'm going to take it. I'm going to listen to my body. I'm going to tune in, tap in, and really just kind of find what I need to do, whatever I need to do to survive this week. I'm also creating um, a space for community, which is a really big thing. I think in times like this, I really enjoy holding spaces for people to come together and either talk about things or not talk about things, whatever feels most supportive to people. I've kind of done this um, in a few times in the past few years Kind of just creating some space when the world feels particularly terrible, or in response to the last election, um, I organized a lot of people getting together to support each other. And there's always an art component when we get together, bringing an art piece or some play doh to smash, or even a pen to do some zen tangles or a coloring page, finding something to do with your hands to get out that nervous energy. Uh, it's so soothing. I definitely will do some paper quilling. There've been times where I've like come home in, in past years frustrated from work or anxious or whatever, and I'll just like quill some paper just because it's like that repetitive motion is soothing and calming, and just having something to do with my hands gets that nervous energy out. So with all of that, it kind of sucks that we're in the pandemic right now, and we can't really get together in person for community support around the election. Um, but at the same time, There's an advantage to hosting that space online because I can connect them with people who are all over the country that I wouldn't normally get to see in person. So I have created a Zoom link on Wednesday, the day after the election, from 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time. If you want in on that, it is for anyone and everyone who wants to pop in, create some art together. Um, and just kind of generally be around each other for support. If you want that link, uh, DM me on on Facebook or Instagram at EdgecraftATX, and that'll be in the show notes as well. I know for myself that's going to be a really key thing to helping me stay sane because if I'm just over here by myself squirreling away and getting really nervous and anxious, that's no good. So I need to be around other people. I need to be taking some intentional time with art, Those are the things that really help me, and that's what I'll be doing this next week. So sort of in summary, the things that I'm doing this week to take care of myself are lowering expectations around what I'm expecting of myself when it comes to work, allowing myself ample rest whenever I need it, and not tying that to my productivity or self-worth, fully giving myself permission to rest when I need it. I'll be creating space for community, getting into some artwork, stepping outside and getting into nature, being sure to drink water and setting boundaries around social media, news, all of that information that I'm taking in, as well as from people who are triggering or upsetting to me or do anything but support me and help me get through this next week together. I'd love to share with you too. Like I said, I put this out on social media, kind of asking people, what does self-care look like for you? And I heard a few similar things to what I was saying around making it a lifestyle, or it's not necessarily about the act necessarily of what you're doing, but it's about taking that time to tap in, listen, and actually advocate for time for yourself. And it's, you know, you hear the analogy too about um, when you're on an airplane, how they always say to put on your gas mask first before helping others. It's about Putting yourself first in a world where we're told to put ourselves last, because you have to take care of yourself if you're ever going to show up for anyone else, whether that's your family or people you're serving in your business, or if you're going to serve the world and make it a better place at all. You've got to start by taking care of yourself, valuing yourself enough to take that time out for yourself, as well as developing a habit of tapping in and listening to it. I also had a lot of people comment on reframing it from self-care to self-compassion and being a really good friend to yourself starting with like self-talk how are you talking to yourself and if your friend came to you and they were saying those things about themselves would you let them talk to themselves that way or would you tell them something kinder and more gentle and start by recognizing that in yourself and speaking to yourself that way and when you're practicing self-care in these ways this is what feels more sustainable to me than this like Go, 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 and then crash and burn into your bubble bath. Find a pace every day. Find gentle practices of being loving and kind to yourself and being your best friend. Some other fabulous things that I heard from the crowd were to learn to say no without apology, without explanation, and I love that. That kind of goes back to some of the boundaries that I was talking about. When you can recognize when you're overextending yourself and you just need to say, no, thank you, I'm not available for that. That's huge. Other things people had to say were turning off your phone or at least limiting your time on social media and your exposure to news, getting out into nature, exercising regularly, and that can also be a combination of going outside, getting out for a run or a bike ride cuddling with pets and partners and playing with your kids, reading TV, video games, even if it's checking out into something totally mindless like I was talking about, making sure you're taking care of your basic needs like getting enough sleep, taking your meds, seeing your therapist if you have one, drinking plenty of water, journaling, practicing gratitude, if you have kids, getting someone else to watch them for a little bit. And practicing meditation, meditation is something that I have only recently started taking on for myself and I found it like really transformational for myself. Um, and some people brought up some really good points around how it can be little micro meditations throughout the day. It does not have to be this big, long thing where you sit there for hours. It can be five minutes, two minutes when you tap in. Or it can be like a walking meditation. If you're walking your dog and you turn off all the thoughts and just focus on some mindfulness around what are the sights and sounds that are all around you and just turning off the noise for a minute to tap in. Or it can be through practicing a breathing exercise. Breathing exercises always help me out. I don't always take the time to do them, but when I do, they really help. I really enjoy box breathing. That's where you breathe in for a four count, hold it at the top for a four count, exhale for a four count, and hold it with all your breath out for a four count. And you do that several times and it's been proven to increase your functionality and lower stress and all of those good things. So I hope some of this was helpful for you. I hope you were doing okay as we're getting into this week. We can do it (laughs) if we survived the last four years we can survive this week. Please reach out to me if you need anything, any help or support, or if you want to talk about any of this more. DM me if you want that link for Wednesday for the community care space I'll be holding over Zoom. Once again, that's 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time. Um, I'll be bringing some artwork. I'll be digging in deep to all that this week. And I hope you stay safe and sane And I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening.